Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ, I'm the former wrestler, we've got Dave the Ultimate Fan here with us, as we do every week, our producer Joe may, likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter, that's at FansWorking, Facebook, Working Fans Pod, we've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Welcome to the 531, where we debate a top five list on a particular subject, further discuss it down to a top three, and then eventually settle on a top one. Now, after this beat, we'll get to today's subject. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. Fans, welcome back for another week of the 531, where we take our top five list on a particular subject. Vote it down to a top three. Debate that top three down to a top one. Dave, how's your day going today? It's going good, man. And it's the comedy show. This is a special comedy 531, too. Yeah, comedy so, cast. I forgot to even mention that. Shit, okay, where's my man. head today, brother? I don't know, baby. You fucked up, man. It's all right. I think you like like going after some dead guy's job at your work or something. But hey, baby. R.I.P. Charles, but <laughs> I'm coming for your spot, son. Yeah, baby. We got it. <laughs> he had a family. I mean, not you your living more. spot, just your job. Yeah. I'm not trying to be dead, too. So, baby. This yeah. is what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> the top five, your top five favorite movies of all time. Favorite comedy movies. Top of all time. five comedy movies of all time. Now, I want to hold on. I want to. I got a special intro. We didn't talk oh, about shit, this. Oh, shit. No. Breaking news. I got a special intro here. So I had this conversation with our friend Andy, and he gave me a couple things, but he wanted to talk about that. And this was a little more complicated than he expected. And for him, some of the stuff wasn't necessarily like they were really funny when he first saw it. So for him, it was like some stuff still held up and he just wanted to make that like, you know, kind of point that, you know, like it's interesting because, right, like maybe we saw these things when we were younger, but, you know, maybe they're not as funny now. 
So anyway, shout out to Andy before we get officially started. He did give me two movies. So I just okay. Wanna, wanna did go. either of these, these are the two that held up? Yeah, in his eyes. Big Lebowski and throw in Happy Gilmore, as he said. That shit held up. Okay, so what didn't hold up in his opinion? He said, it's more complicated than you think. This is just direct from a text. At first glance, something about Mary, Mallrats, Ace Ventura were easy, the funniest movies I'd ever seen when I first saw them, but none of them have aged well to me. I would say that's a fair criticism, but they just wouldn't be comedies that I'd put on my top five of all time list. Because the movies that I'm going to put down are movies that have held up and that have been there like throughout my life. Like I'm going to start with my list just to give you an idea because I've got Half-Baked, big surprise. I've got Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy. Mm. I've got Kings of Comedy, I've got Dumb and Dumber, and I've got Clerks. For me, it was harder just to cut it down to top five comedy movies because I'd like to throw in Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles. Mm. I mean, even to me, to some degree, it's a mad, mad world would be in there. But Half-Baked, since the moment I first saw Dave Chappelle... I thought he was hilarious outside of it even being a weed comedy. Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy. Kids in the Hall will always be funny to me. And Brain Candy was a weird movie, but still as funny as the day I saw it. Can't say I ever saw it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm going to do, though? I actually realized I forgot to put my list together as we did this. So I'm going to do it right now on the spot. So we'll get both our lists out as well. All right, so you're doing the AJ method. I'm gonna do it right now. Because I know because even though Andy I want everybody to know he's got Google open, he's got top one hundred comedy movies from AMC. (laughs) Yeah. And Dave, why don't you just (laughs) close your eyes and pick off the list, whichever you get. I have AJ's list in front of me actually, but I'm not looking at that. I was gonna say actually, even though Andy said something something about Mary didn't hold up, I'm gonna disagree. Something about Mary is still pretty good. It's on my list. And then I'm going to go with a couple of movies that we were talking about last night when we were get together with some friends that maybe are not the funniest movies of all time, but I still like them and I'll still watch them. Groundhog Day. Okay. Scrooged. All right. So that's my three. I'm going to throw in Coming to America because it just makes me feel good <clears throat> because I absolutely love Eddie Murphy and I love that whole time period. And then for my fifth movie, I'm going to throw in another one. I think that's still pretty funny whenever I see it. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. Now, what? About Groundhog Day and Scrooged, would you say makes it not a comedy? Oh, it's a comedy. It's funny. It's just that it's not necessarily like I never saw those movies and I never like were like laughing, gut wrenching laughing. Like old school. I kind of actually old school might have been a movie I might have included. Yeah. If I didn't just pull this right out of my ass right now. But, you know, it was a gut, at the time when I watched it, I remember gut wrenching laughing in a few scenes. But Scrooge and Groundhog Day are just like a good time to me. Like when I watch it, I'll laugh and I just enjoy the whole story. Yeah, and I don't think comedy always necessarily means you have to be gut-wrenching laughing. Like, I don't know if we talked about it on our first episode, but yeah, we might have gotten into it with George Carlin a little bit that sometimes what's funny, it's funny because it's true or it's funny because the way the comedian's delivering it. So... it's the same way with comedy movies to me that even though it's my top comedy movie like kids in the hall brain candy that is more a social commentary on mood drugs and drugs being fast-tracked and the dangerous part of it so like to me just 
that realness of that movie makes it funny in addition to the characters that they bring in. So we'll see how people's lists go on. Another thing I want to mention is as we go on, we should make... I'll make note, obviously, of producers and directors because we've already brought up something about Mary and how it might not hold up, but that is a Fairly Brothers movie. Right. Makers of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Outside Providence. That is a lesser-known Fairly Brothers movie that's funny, but like I said, that wouldn't be like in my top five list. But I think... Myself and Irene also, too. Yes. And I think it'll be interesting to see what actors are similar across list and what creators of these comedy movies as well. Now, I'm going to bring you the next list. Author, friend of the show, Jake St. John. He's got The Life Aquatic, Slackers, which I believe he said was a severely underrated movie. It's a good movie. I've seen it. <clears throat> Big Lebowski, Wet Hot American Summer, and The Jerk. Interesting to note, Life Aquatic, that's a Bill Murray movie. Yes. And I had a couple Bill Murray movies. Did you have a Bill Murray movie? I did not have a Bill Murray no, movie, but I I'm was going to see how, how much he comes along here. I was going to bring it up because when you had yours, you brought up two Bill Murray movies mm. that you had described in almost a way like that's why I asked you what what about it? Like, didn't you think was comedy or something? Because I would think even a serious movie like Lost in Translation, there has to be funny moments in it. Just because you're looking at a face that you're used to laughing with, Bill Murray. Yeah, I think Bill Murray for me is like, I don't know what it is. Like, he's not that guy that um, I necessarily think is like one of the funniest guys of all time. But he's also, he's in there. He's like in that conversation. Like, for whatever reason, like, he always seems to have like quality, funny movies, quality, funny stuff he's involved in. See, to me, I almost have him on the Carlin level of he's funny, but he's also like, smart funny so you might just be laughing because you're like oh shit like just the way his face is just the way he carries himself and i mean i think in the world of comedy he's been one of the better celebrities to come through you know like he'll pop up at people's like bridal showers or like weddings and like bright in the day so i think that says something about his innate comedy abilities you know it'd be fun if we had an actual comedian, a part of this, who could help us and, like, give his slant on things. But since we don't have a comedian, I'm going to give you AJ uh, Strange Brews list here. He's got Blazing Saddles, a Mel Brooks film. Amazing. It is good. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles as well. A good one. John Candy, Candy Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yep. Spaceballs, another Mel Brooks film. The Caddy, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. And Hear No Evil, See No Evil with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. There's a famous scene where Gene Wilder holds up a young lady with an erection. It's good stuff. Mm. And that's another team, Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor, that Blazing Saddles too, I believe. No. Richard um, Pryor, I believe, wrote on the movie. He, he was have. involved in it behind the scenes, but Gene Wilder is another comic actor, I'd say, from all our childhoods that I would expect to see in more movies, but... They just might be regarded as like comedy classics at this point. Yeah. Pryor and he did help write plays and saddles. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Pryor and Wilder definitely worked on a lot of stuff together. Cleavon Little is the guy who starred in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Huge Mel Brooks fan. I was wondering how many Mel Brooks movies were going to make it because Blazing Saddles, one that I'd say we all grew up on that I don't know if kids these days will see outside of 
if they have like a cool uncle that shows it to them, if they pick up the DVD, there's a certain amount of comedy that was in there that it would not fly. No, yeah, <laughs> a politically correct Actually, culture. Yeah. Funny, my friend Rob, who has a list for us this week, we'll just call him best friend Rob. He, he told me this story. He would go to a class when he was younger, and he uh, had, like, his laptop and a suitcase. And I forget, he was in college, and uh, I don't know if everybody had the laptops back. You know, it's like yeah. early, mid-'90s, late-'90s. And uh, he would always, like, as he was pulling it out, would always go, excuse me while I whip this out. So a little... <laughs> Homage to Blazing Saddles there. <laughs> nice. Now, let's give Jesse from New Hampshire a mention next. He's got Caddyshack, Animal House, Blues Brothers, Tommy Boy, and Step Brothers. A lot of good, interesting picks there. I like the uh, included uh, Tommy Boy. I feel like Farley, I don't know uh, how many people will pick Tommy Boy, but he's definitely somebody, you know, if we didn't lose him too soon. You know, Same with uh, John Belushi, who's also on that list. Yeah, a couple movies, too, and... I think what's of note is Animal House, Blues Brothers, Caddyshack. That almost seems like a time that's much older than Jesse. Because like I've said before, Jesse's 10 years younger than us. So I would expect Step Brothers to be in his wheelhouse. Obviously, probably Tommy Boy. But it's good to see Blues Brothers, Animal House, and Caddyshack on there. Now I got uh, Mikey and Fred from the Facebook page. He's got Coming to America, Liar Liar, Click, an Adam Sandler film, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 2, or, no, sorry, just Pet Detective, and Scary Movie 2. It's interesting the Scary Movies made it on the list, like uh, parody films. I don't know how many we'll get on there, but, you know, that's something that's kind of fun, too. Yeah, I, I don't know if those would make top comedy films, but, I mean, this is a subjective list. It's your favorite. And, yeah, it's what you like. Now, we got the real ZSJ coming up, Jake St. John's brother Zach, and Zach's strangely enforcing the Jake rule, but Jake kept it to five. So Zach's got Old School, Princess Bride, Superbad, Dumb and Dumber, The Life Aquatic, and he has Clue as his number six, his honorable mention, if you will. <clears throat> Superbad, that's an interesting one. <clears throat> I didn't even think about that. That kind of launched a little uh, thing right there, right? When we had like uh, Michael Sarah and... Um, Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill yeah. Seth Rogen, that whole kind of group. I and felt that, like they were the second wave of like Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, and that group there. Yeah, they were putting out a solid set of movies, and it was like anything that involved like two out of the three of them, like End of the World. Danny McBride came out of that same kind of group that they would star in movies together. Pineapple Express. Mm. Another good one that would probably be like, eighth or ninth on my list i didn't want to have too many weed centric movies because mm. like i wanted to put cheech and chong's up in smoke there only because i grew up on the record and then when i first saw the movie seeing some of the bits that i heard in the movie it's like oh shit he didn't want to put too many weed centric movies in there because he got high before he came here and he was paranoid he'd be judged <laughs> fair enough no i was actually motherfucking my job to no end <laughs> so i was trying to he actually needs some weed before <laughs> this yeah that's a I, I wasn't gonna get into it, but I mean that's probably <laughs> you know, why I'm fired up and trying to rip some people's necks out. <laughs> this man needs to smoke. All right, we got Mike Flynn. He's got Dumb and Dumber. This is Spinal Tap. What about Bob? Oh, another Bill Murray. Another Bill Murray, yeah. and that one almost borders on like that's a comedy, but that's also like a very weird comedy. Super bad as well, and Step Brothers. Wow. So now that we're getting like a few lists in there, we are starting to see some similar ones. And I'm going to give Scott from Voluntown's my last list. He's got Monty Python and the Holy Grail, 
Anchorman, Clerks, Airplane, This is Spinal Tap, one, two, three, four, five, and his honorable mention is Blazing Saddles. Okay, I got Randy Oska. He's got Wedding Crashers, The Hangover, American Pie 2, Old School, and Happy Gilmore as well. And then uh, Andy on the same page there. I uh, also forgot I had one more list, too. But I'm kind of surprised that there aren't more Adam Sandler movies, given our age range. I'm so sorry. You see a big smile on my face. So this is pretty cool. So I had sent... Oh, you got a list from Peas? <laughs> I did not. Don't worry about Peas. Okay, fave the Peas, brother man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Peas on this podcast. Hey, so I had a list... I had two more lists, actually, Okay. from Rob and Rissa that I never uh, read. Well, I had sent this out to a group. Well, as I'm reading this, we literally just got another list right oh, now. Oh, no. So I have three more lists here. <laughs> oh, man. Coming in at the finish line. Oh, what yeah. do we got? Yeah. So why don't we start with the list that just came in from my girl, Laura. Laura, formerly mm. Laura L. Now Laura B. We're going to give her a shout out because she says she hopes everyone has a great, good Monday. Because, you know, it's Monday and she just wants us to be happy. Yeah, I had a she, fucking amazing. I was going to say, I had a fucking amazing Monday. Anybody hiring? <laughs> I'll list, put in my application. Her list is Old School, Anchorman, The Hangover, Bridesmaids, and Office Space. Office Space. God, I wish I included that on my list. So much for pulling that out of my ass. Anyway. <laughs> That was a good one. Mike Judge from Beavis and Butthead fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, God, you would think with the kind of day I had, Office Space would be on my mind. Mm. That's why I had Clerks more on there because Clerks is a movie I've found funny my whole life. And I feel like the older I get, I'm living that movie more and more. <laughs> Clerks 3 is just going to be me cursing out people in the back lot of wherever I may work at that moment. Yeah. Who you got next for a list? I got two lists. I'm so, I'm itching on these lists. I got Marissa M. Mm. Um, always Marissa M. Actually, okay. So here's my list of favorite comedies. She said she's got Dumb and Dumber, Bridesmaids, Office Space, Tommy Boy, and Superbad. Wow, that's that's a good list. Good list, and then I'll finish up with Best Friend Rob. He's got Dumb and Dumber, Office Space, Planes, Trains, and Automobile, Monty Python's Crest for the Holy Grail, and also something about Mary. Okay, so now that we got through all the top five lists. Dumb and Dumber's been on a few lists, I've yeah, noticed. Yeah, that's got to be in the final three. And who else do you kind of see on that list? I don't know. I saw uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles a few times, Brazen Saddles a few times. Okay. What are you looking at right now? Anything popping up? I'm going to give... i got to put Blazing Saddles on that list just because I feel like mm-hmm. a Mel Brooks comedy deserves to get on there. And that is Mel Brooks from the 70s. Yeah. But if you look back, and we're going to go into history a little bit here, Mel Brooks wrote on the Sid Caesar show in the 30s and 40s on your show of shows. That's around the same time he met up with Carl Reiner. They did the Thousand-Year-Old Man. So I feel like kind of keeping more of a classic comedy in there. We got that mid-range newer with Dumb and Dumber. And we heard a lot of new ones like Wedding Crashers, mm. Step Brothers, Super Bad. Which one of the newer school do you think should get in there? I think I heard Super Bad a couple times, if I'm going to be honest. I heard Office Space twice, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm going to I'll make a call here. I'll go by one of my favorites. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I want office I've been saying it all day. I want office. You finally came around. I want Office Space to be in there. I think office that thing space? still holds right. up. Yeah. 
Hey man, I'm, I'm not gonna argue it. <laughs> All right, now, shit, it's it's always so easy to find which ones to include in the top three. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Sometimes when it's wrestling, I don't feel bad about booting one, but now that I'm looking at like three of my top favorite movies, it's like, ooh, you don't want to do. Yeah, it. who do we kick out first? I mean, I know who I'm gonna vote to go first. Well, why don't you tell me who you're gonna vote to go first? I'm gonna kick out Office Space. Just because Dumb and Dumber, there were times when they'd run that back-to-back on TBS back in the day. You'd watch all of it. I'd watch both of them, both of them yeah. and it wouldn't get old. Yeah. Blazing Saddles, get past the politically incorrect comedy all throughout it. Richard Pryor wrote it. Gene Wilder helped write it. Gene Wilder's in it. It's a Mel Brooks-directed film. Office Space, a lot of funny characters. Michael Bolton. A lot of classic lines. It's a jump to conclusions map. <laughs> I you mean, put conclusions on the map and you jump to it. Who but, else hasn't wrapped in their car and then rolled the window up and done it quite silently as... As in, not going not gonna to have a job here anymore. <laughs> I want my stapler. I don't know. That's a really good movie. I, uh, I hate to boot it, but I kind of find... Are you more comfortable booting Dumb and Dumber? No. <laughs> so I guess Blazing Saddles, just because of the history of it, deserves to be in that final two. So to me, it's like, okay, that, I'm not saying it's going to win, but. No. So to me, it's like. To me, between Dumb and Dumber and Blazing Saddles, I feel like there's almost more that's been ingrained in the culture. Yeah. Not that Office Space hasn't gotten it in the culture. Honestly, I'll keep Blazing Saddles. We'll, we'll kick off Office Space. But, you know, it's funny. I bet AJ is going to hate this because I don't think he's a Dumb and Dumber fan. I could be wrong about that, but it's just, I don't know. I'll have to find out. But to me. You would think he would like stupid comedy, mm. but I, there's something about him. I feel like his comedy senses, he probably feels a little more highbrow. I mean, yeah. he's got Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, which is he weird. Did have, he did have Blazing Saddles on his list. Oh, okay. He yeah. does like Mel Brooks stuff. But then again, he might be a fan of that time period, if you know what I mean. Saying those, wink, wink. Yeah, saying those words without <laughs> yeah. Back when we could say the things we wanted to say. I, he says it in the pre-show on the, I mean, let's on the live show every week. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway. <laughs> Everybody knows we're kidding around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're funny. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say. <laughs> so we're kicking off a space off. That's we're kicking no off a space off. Okay. And then to me, but my point of this whole thing when I talk about, you know, like this stuff like Blazing Saddles and Dumb Dumber and why maybe AJ's not a fan of it, but honestly, everybody I talk to, and I like Dumb Dumber, like it's, it's in a solid uh, list for me, but like most people, my friend Rob and like other people I talk to, you saw Marissa always has Dumb and Dumber like on her list or talk about that's one of the greatest Funniest movies of all time. To me, it launched the career of Jim Carrey. He might have had another movie or so before that, but like Dumb and Dumber was like the movie I think that really, really, really. It, I would say it was right around the same time as maybe Ace Ventura. Sure. But it's while, they, it. while they both have dumb comedy, I think there's something more respectable about Dumb and Dumber than Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura gets down to weird faces. Kind of shitty catchphrases. Kind of stuff he was doing on In Living Color. Yeah, and stuff that would entertain kids. Dumb and Dumber, it's funny 
people to this day are like finding it funny. Yeah. And so, there's less in that movie that could be written off by political correctness. I believe there's even still fart humor in there. Right. I'm yeah, Dumb and Dumber is gonna win it for me. It wins it. Oh all. yeah. But I want to say honorable mention to comedy actor Bill Murray, who a lot of us had his movies in here. Yeah, and that. I mean that I think we noticed that early on and kind of brought it up that Bill Murray is and we didn't a comic mention, powerhouse. We didn't even years. mention Ghostbusters. No, I, I'm very surprised. Yeah, so, but, and there's a lot of meatballs and other stuff too. And I think stripes, we could, yeah. yeah, I think we could have done like a top ten in comedy movies and gotten just as many lists from everybody. Yeah, maybe your favorite Bill Murray movies is an upcoming list. I feel like there'd be enough stuff on the table for that. I feel like enough people could come up with five Bill Murray movies. Dave. I hate to say it, but I think you just set next week's list. We might have. We might have. All right. So um, Joe's a little angry today. Sorry if we weren't as entertaining. <laughs> I, I think we handled it well. I, I mean, we I'll say motherfuck my job every day, mm -hmm. but I think I brought the energy back a little bit, yeah. and we had a good talk about comedy movies. Yeah. I might have to go watch a couple of these movies just to calm down. There you go. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week again for the Working Fans Comedy Cast. And get us your Bill Murray lists yeah. for next week. Bitches. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.